All right, purposely offside, reporting from the gritty basement. Welcome, everybody. Hope we're staying safe. We're staying safe down here in the gritty basement, aren't we? <coughs> oh, crap. Don't do that. You're making a funny already, Sorry, eh? I, uh, gotta wet my whistle. We got, again, we gotta... Well, I think, I think I just expected no. It's first-class service when it comes I to the gritty basement. I think we're just uh, we're trying to spoil ourselves now. We're so used to, like I said, we talked about it last week, CFMU, you know, sans, drinks, sans yeah. food. Now we're just letting it all out on the table no pun intended here. what else drinks is, what else is there to do in a time like this like said, we're, we're drinking our sorrows away here man like the last it's been a hard week it's been, it's been a tough week and you know i think we speak for everybody in, in saying that we're just bored as hell yeah trying to you know well for a lot of us to figure out something to do and that's the thing i'm just happy to get the hell out of the house I've yeah, been stuck man. inside the house for four days. I haven't seen the light of day. I haven't breathed in any fresh air. So it's nice just like to a bear. Out. You're hibernating. I am. I'm growing my beard out. Yeah. Just Mine's pretty. Mine's getting there too. Crazy man. What a. It's been a really, really crazy week. It's just like flipped on its head. Well, I mean, we do a sports podcast, right? I don't know how much sports there is to talk about, but you know, we're here to entertain you, our audience. Uh, hopefully, you know. Listen to us, get a little laugh in, relate to any stories we talk about. But you're right, it's been a rough week, man. There's no sports. Sports is pretty much canceled. Life is pretty much canceled. And here we are. Uh, we're in the gritty basement. We got no Leafs to talk about. We got um, no Raptors to talk about. No TFC to talk about. No Jays to talk about. Some NFL news that we can get to later uh, in the hour. But there's a lot to talk about. But it, it's you gotta kind of put a different spin on things. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. we're not we're not sitting here stressed and, you know, bashing you know, this team again for having another poor effort or praising them for a crazy win. Yeah. We're just kind of taking a step back and I don't know, are we breathing a sigh of relief a little bit? Well, you can team? say that. I can, I can tell we're breathing a sigh of boredom. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, you know, very you, bored. You, you know, I'm talking about it with uh you know guys at work and, and you and things like that like there are a lot of positives to it there's a hell of a lot of negatives to the whole coronavirus outbreak whole, you know first of all we come we come at this angle as like a sports podcast yeah but you have to you step away and you got to look at it from a societal point of view it's a terrible thing that's happening in the yeah. world right now it's, it's horrible horrible news Hopefully everybody's staying safe out there, taking the appropriate measures to ensuring your health and safety of yourself, family members, co-workers, whatever. Um, so that's first things first. You know, we're, you yeah. can joke around about it and say, you know, we're bored. What the hell are we going to do with our lives? But, you know, at the end of the day, you have your health. That's number one. It's number one, man. And you're right. It's something that it's something to take seriously. Maybe it's maybe the coronavirus is something that we haven't taken seriously. But things got very, very serious last week when when Rudy Gobert got tested positive. I think it was on Wednesday night. Crazy Wednesday night. Yeah. Rudy Gobert claimed to have it, test positive, NBA cancels, and then everything just went downhill from here. Tom Hanks got it. Like the NHL canceled their season. Thursday was 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 even an even crazier day. Uh, school boards canceled you know, until April fifth. Um, I mean, you work in Toronto. Uh, you're you're, you're not basically not going into the office until 
you know, in about a month until this thing uh, kind of blows over. If well, it does blow over, least, right? At least April, but who knows? So who knows what the heck's gonna happen? We're all self quarantining ourselves. You know, we're getting that Netflix, getting that Crave TV. Um, itch. A lot of, we're a lot putting of in a lot of hours. A lot of PS4. A lot of. P- well, that's the only sports you can pretty much yeah. get, right? So, what have you been doing to keep busy? Well, I'm very, very late to the party, but I, the the minute that these seasons started getting canceled, I ran out, bought a PS4, and I've just been sitting in my house gaming for like the last f- four days. And as soon straight. as you told me you did that. I haven't bought in a PS4 game, and I, I've had PS4 since 2014 when it came out, I believe. Um, I actually went out and bought my first game since like at least yeah. in at least two years, and I I bought NHL. I bought NHL 2020. I need my hockey fix, and the only way I'm going to get my hockey fix is in it right now is NHL 2020. I don't I don't think I've gamed that much, uh, probably since high school. Yeah. Over about ten years since like Call of Duty World at War first came out, and I just binged. Well, again, what are you what are you gonna do, right? Like it's yeah. I mean, it it gives you a reason to you know be lazy, but also you know you kind of need it to be a little bit sane and get your 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 fix or your you know. I started a yeah. I know you're right. I started to be a pro mode in uh, NHL last night. Um, I played in the memorial cup as my created player i named my creative player not not my name no when What's you when you, when you when you do when you do be a promo do you name the player after you because usually i do but last night i don't know what was what it was i just yeah, usually, I, yeah. I didn't name it after me you know anthony denardo is not the best hockey name out yeah. there would you name him you're gonna laugh i tried to go for it just a vintage hockey name i went with xavier forbes <laughs> What like what? I don't know. For Xavier I don't know. I just really was like trying that. to think of. I was sitting there and I was just thinking of like hockey player names, and I'm like Xavier, something different. Xavier, like who's what's what's a star player right now in the league, or even a, just a, a player in the league that's very their name's very different. I'm like Xavier, and then I was trying to think of some names, and I wanted a name that was on the list that that the commentator can say mm. on NHL. So I went with Forbes. Mm. Xavier Forbes. You knew you were going to be snipping with them, so you yep. wanted the you right wanted, winger. You wanted Sabolski to be, uh, yeah, to be your name and Ferraro and, Ferraro and Ray Ferraro there. So it's a great game, uh, but that, that's how I've been getting my my sports fix is uh, dabbling in a little chell as they as they call it. So the, yeah. the, the craziest thing was, and you mentioned the Rudy Gobert thing. Uh, the night that that happened. And he tested positive. I was I turned on. Uh, there's there's a, there were games on while uh, the announcement came out. When the announcement came out that they were canceling the season, uh, and I was watching. I think it was the what game is it? It was the Mavericks. Who are they playing? The Timberwolves. Oh oh, it was the the, the Wednesday night. Yeah, I can look it up for you. But and, go ahead because they were interviewing Mark Cuban at that time and like. It was just such a weird feeling because like these guys were playing, everybody knew that the that this was going on, and like now you know things got really serious. Um, and they they the NBA really set the tone for the rest of the leagues, at least in in North America, in terms of their suspensions. Sorry to interrupt, but it was uh, Dallas versus the Denver Nuggets. Denver, okay, that's who it was. Has yeah. another blue team in it. Um, 
And then just as I'm like, these guys are playing knowing that it could very well be for nothing right. for the rest of the season. And then you have like other players that have tested positive and like you could also think about who else, who on this floor right now could potentially be infected by it and things like that. So that it was just a really weird, weird uh, situation. Well, when you look when you look at it, right, you you see the Utah Jazz, um, Rudy Gobert, star center for the for for the team, gets it. Donovan Mitchell ended up having it, yeah. right? And then, and then you're like, okay, one team, one player, two players have it, but then you look at the extent of this, the extent to the that, that the virus could spread. You look at who the, Utah faced in the last. Three four days. The Raptors. Well, they cl- faced the Raptors on, on, on Monday. The first thing you think about is, wow! I would just watch these guys play the Raptors, and you, the whole situation at the end of the game with Gobert and OG. Yeah, I got him kicked out. And Ibaka coming in, and like you know, obviously they're you know they're clutching and grabbing, holding. Well, basketball is you know, a physical sport, right? Like yeah. it, it looks, way, it is way more physical in person than it is on TV. Hundred yeah. percent. You know so what I mean? Like they're like, they're the sweating breathing on each other like it's yeah. i'm sh- i'm shocked i'm actually really surprised that not one raptor player yeah. ended up testing positive because yeah. the whole organization uh, tested negative for the coronavirus uh donovan mitchell has it he actually came out today and um and basically spoke about the symptoms he was kind of feeling which is essentially nothing, nothing. and he was going on to say and this is something i've voiced too the scariest thing about this virus is that you you might not even feel any symptoms and that's scary because then how do you know if you have it and if you don't know you have it and you're spreading it the unknown is the scariest part yeah people not knowing that they have it and are unintentionally spreading it right so it's that's that part's very bizarre and scary i know rudy gobert um you know shared some similar similar thoughts sorry um that you know he wasn't experiencing the worst symptoms anyway but they got it he is kind of a <laughs> gobert is kind of a ding dong for you oh, know man. how he originally oh, played man. down initially the whole coronavirus threat and they that, ended up getting it what a what a pr nightmare that guy created yeah you know because they they roasted him after that for the whole touching of the the mics and you know really playing it off and it was like that was just like oh man what are you thinking are you surprised there's no suspension for rudy gobert um because he purposely touched every mic at that press conference he didn't know he had it yet um, but um i i'm not too surprised just because like right now there literally is no season so I think that they're sort of playing it off. I I, I bet you a one hundred percent Adam Silver gave him a call. Yeah. I said, "What are you going to do to rectify this?" So like you know, then he, it was noted afterwards that he, you know, came up with a formal apology, donated a ton of money. Rudy uh, Gobert did. Yeah, he downloaded. He uh, it was like five hundred grand. I think he downloaded. Uh, downloaded. I think he donated. I think like the highest amount. I think yeah. of any player so far. So uh, I'm sure he definitely got a talking to from his his management and then potentially the league saying, listen, we need to rectify this. Cause like, you look like a, just a complete fool right now right. for the way you handled it. So, you know, because of that, I, I don't really think they will go and do it. Fortunately, none of the media members or anything, at least that I know of, uh, contracted it, which is, which is great news. So that being said, I think they kind of, 
tried to rectify it that way by in terms of like a donation. But yeah, yeah. weird stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he should be suspended. Like, what are you going to be suspended from right now? There's no games. Yeah. But um, I think Gobert, like a lot of people, and let's face it, this is how this is how the virus got so big to begin with. I don't think we were taking it seriously. Uh, and I think Gobert's reaction in the press conference said it all. That, that's that's a lot. A lot of people thought over the last, the past, I should say, three weeks. That it was a uh, you know something to keep our eyes on, but not not an imminent threat. And boy, did that change real quickly last week. It was in a matter of like a week or two. They feel like all of North America just. Well, even in a couple days, because I remember like last. Well, I, I'm supposed to be in Cuba right now. Yeah. I, I I was supposed to leave Friday. My flight was supposed to be at 5:30 uh, p.m. on Friday. Up until Wednesday evening, when this whole thing came out with Gobert and the, and the virus, I was going. I, I was going to Cuba. And the way it escalated from Wednesday to Thursday, there's no way I could have I went. And I didn't go. And I still haven't gotten any any credit or refund back, but I will, uh, I'm sure, because of the, you know, the advisories not to travel, mm-hmm. right? Literally, I don't know if you watched the Justin Trudeau um, today. And on Monday, literally days. stared into the camera and said, if you're abroad, it's time to come home. Mm. All right. So it's obviously not safe to travel. I obviously didn't go on my trip, but up until like, seriously, up until Wednesday of last week, I was going and it really amped up in those, in those two days, right? Cases were coming left, right and center, but yeah, what but are you going to do? Like that's, it's a situation we're in and now we just got to sit here bored and not talk about, not, uh, not talk about the leaps because we can't talk about anything new. There's nothing new. So I don't know if you if you saw them or not, but when the NHL announced, well, I think it was what Thursday or Friday that they suspended the season. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, because I was still at work. Um, it wasn't until about like Saturday. Well, Thursday night the Leafs were supposed to play the Preds. Yeah. And then Saturday they're going to play Boston. So within that time frame. Uh, I don't know if you saw them, but I was getting the push notifications for the games. Mm-hmm. And it was like Thursday night. I was getting ready. I was at home. And then I get the push notification. It's like uh, Preds at Leafs starting in 15 minutes. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, man. man. You got to be kidding me. And then on Saturday again, I was getting the ones for the Boston game. I'm like, ah, oh, this sucks. It's brutal. It sucks. Well, I guess we can talk about, I mean, the last game – the Leafs play was against Tampa Bay. Probably one of the best games of the season. The, Seems like they got the, the Tampa Bay Lightning's number. The Jekyll and Hyde Leafs. Yeah. Weird yeah, weird season for them. It yeah. just continues. I don't know. I the thing about that is I look at it as well, I guess the only way you can look at it is in a positive way. Um I th- I think this greatly benefits them. Because they're going to get healthy. Absolutely. Depending on when the season starts. I have a feeling this is not, it's not going to, you know, if if there's a season to play, it's going to be at the minimum, I think, May or June. We we can agree it's more than two weeks. This is going to be way more than two weeks. The thing is, if you, well, first and foremost, the countries are going to have to be clear. Right. They're like drastically clear, any cases, and people are going to have to recover. So you're you're gonna have to see numbers greatly decline, close to 
you know, almost like 1%. Yeah, the whole flatten the curve idea, right? Then you're going to have to get all of the owners on board. Then you're, it's going to have to trickle down. You're going to have to get owners on board. Buildings are going to have to get ready. The schedule is going to have to be set. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have a definite date. Players are going to have to be ready. You have to give them time to practice and prepare. Coaches have to get reorganized. It's going to be a huge process to get these seasons back up and running. And it's going to be, a, I, I'm going to say it's going to be at least a couple of months. Yeah. At least. If if it happens, I mean, you, you, we could be going into June or July. I mean, we, might, we won't, won't have a season. But then they also have to decide if we're going to push this to the summer, are they are they going to shorten the off season? You have to have a draft. You right. have to have free agency. You have to have training camp. Then you have to go into your next season in October. So it's like, are you going to have this all be condensed? I think it will. It's going to have I, to be. Like, I, I honestly think that as a business, the NHL does not want to lose out on a postseason, a playoff. Well, they have to. Play they, the, and, and they might. They have to play the regular season out. But they no, they don't. To. They don't have to. They don't have to. As thirty-one owners in the NHL. Well, I, I guess the owners are not the best people to ask because some of their teams will not be in the playoffs. But the NHL, if you ask them, you ask Gary Bettman, you ask um, the board of directors, they want a full-scale NHL playoffs, correct? That That's well, what generates the, the most income the in season. terms of viewership. you got to finish the season. I don't think they will. You're going to have to. I think, I really think, and, and this, is, uh, this speaks to the good position the Leafs put themselves in by beating the Tampa Bay Lightning last week is that they secured right now third spot in the Atlanta division. Mm-hmm. If the NHL decided to go with winning percentage as a, as a method to determine seating in a potential NHL playoff down the road. And I think that's where they're going to go. How, how, you, how are you going to squeeze in these games? Like who knows? Let's say they, let's say this, let's say this doesn't get it figured out till, I don't know. May. How can you play? How can you pay th- play three weeks work- worth of games? Because that's gonna, like you said, it's gonna throw off free agency. It's gonna throw off the draft. Well, then they have to. They'll they'll have to um, legitimately consider voiding the season, that's, canceling the season. That's what I mean. Everyone's played approximately what, like seventy games. Yeah. So if I if I look at the if I look at the schedule. Let me look at the NHL. Sorry, not the schedule. The standings. Like Boston's played 70 games. Tampa's played 70. Toronto's played 70. Florida's played 69. Montreal's played 71. Buffalo's played 69. The Senators and Detroit, obviously, they're irrelevant. They've played 71. So that's just the Atlantic division. They've all played around a similar number of games, give or take one or two games. If you go with winning percentage, I know it's not fair. games left. I know it's not fair, and my tone would probably be a little bit different if the Leafs didn't win against yeah. Tampa, and, may, and my, it might be in the fourth spot. Yeah, if they're two points out, and you just say, "Oh, they're not going to make the playoffs to twelve games," like, I know yeah, it's, you're going to be furious if you're, if but you're they, a fan and if you're a player, if you're obviously if you're a player, you're furious. Absolutely, and like I said, my tone would be different if the Leafs weren't in the playoffs. But but that might be that might be the best option they have, considering how long this might go. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of a lot of big decisions to be made for sure but the only thing they can do right now is just monitor and i'm not arguing that i'm not i'm I'm not arguing that that's fair 
I'm not arguing that that's yeah. fair at all. If I, like I said, if the Leafs were fourth place and not in a playoff spot, fourth in the Atlantic, I'd be livid right now. If that, if that was even an option, but I hear it is an option. Yeah, the, it, well, it is gonna, an option to go the, by winning percentage. I'm sure they have a few scenarios laid out. Yeah, including that, including can, uh, you know canceling the season, playing a shortened season, playing a full season. Like I'm sure they're they're literally sitting there and just you know going back and forth in terms of what. I don't or even want to what think or about how it. they're going to play out the rest of the season if it happens. I don't want to think about a canceled season. Yeah, that'd be in all sports like that. Right. That would it'd just, be just be... as it'd be just as bad as a lockout. Yeah, especially because you look at you know you you look at you you invest your your time and and things like that to you know watch this team throughout the season and you know you see what they've gone through and you know they're in a really good spot right now. If if they end up playing again there's a really good chance that they're going to be 100% healthy and that's very optimistic and exciting to see what a full a fully healthy Leafs team could do um but who knows Every, like I said everything is just up in the air right now and yeah we're literally at the mercy of a virus so we're not getting our sports fixed none of us are how are leagues all sports how are you everything. managing how are you getting your sports fix we asked, um, and we asked our viewers and our followers, but how are you getting your sports fix? And obviously you mentioned playing been, PS4 gaming. and I've gaming. I've playing NBA 2K. Um, <clears throat> I've been playing Call of Duty, though, mostly. Yeah. But um, just uh, going online, seeing a lot of funny, you know, sports clips and memes and things like that from the, uh, from the season. Um <clears throat> Uh, on Twitter, you see a lot of guys in the media and fans tweeting out a lot of um, uh, awesome highlights and and sports memories across all leagues. So it's good to to sort of you know feel a little bit of nostalgia and um, you know relive some of those awesome moments. Uh, Sportsnet and you know TSN and things like that have been uh, showing old games. I haven't watched them. I've been mainly on uh, social media. But the the one main thing that's really crushing me right now is sports betting. Yeah, and probably for the better. Definitely for the better. Hundred <laughs> percent for the better. In terms of savings, but for for you know people listening who are really heavy heavily into sports betting and gambling and March Madness was mm. about to start. Yeah, things like that are crippling to people. Like we we don't really play like fantasy. Other than like our, our NFL fantasy, which is long ended, but you know brackets and 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 like I said, March Madness. Would have well, been March is a low key, huge, awesome sports playoffs, month. Playoffs, everything. The playoff just, races, just it's crushing. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's so, it's it, it's funny to see all the all the the videos online of of guys like betting on like just like the most random stuff, like the funny things. Like guys, there was some like account a guy. Um, Excuse me. He's like betting on the weather. Um, <laughs> guys are simulating games on like NBA 2K and betting on the simulated games, and they're like they're watching. I do that. They're literally watching the computer play against each other in like a season. Like that's. I would. I would hilarious. do that. I would so, so do funny. that. I, I would. I would go upstairs right after we finish this podcast, put on Leafs Bruins, and put, me and you just bet ten bucks on the game. Yeah, that'd be fun. Well, I mean, when you that's think, a, that's one way to get your fix in. When you think about it, if you're simulated, at a games. simulated games, like 
video games like that are are so close to being realistic that you could you could very well do it. Like if you go on betting apps, and yeah. I, I speak of like Bet Three Six Five, like that's something I use unfortunately because I lose a ton of money on it. But they have those they have those e um, like a lot of uh, electronic betting, like you see in a casino. You can bet on. Uh, they have an electronic casino within the app. They ha- you can bet on greyhounds. You can bet on like all these random, this random crap. You know that if you really want to go out and blow your money on, you bet on those things. But you know you could very you could easily do it. I'd rather trust betting on a simulated game on two K or NHL than going onto like an online casino and betting on cards. No yeah. problem because they there's so much time spent working on like analytics and like player statistics and and player attributes and things like that. It's very realistic. So it's it's you know, it's it's something I would do. But obviously it's nothing like real betting on the real thing. So it's nothing like betting on the real thing. But we're gonna bet on this. Yeah, we're gonna can. we're gonna bet on that it's time for the Uh-oh. second annual van report. here brian joins us on purposely offside what's up bry what's he talking about i have no idea for the second time in a row you always come on (laughs) when i'm in the middle of a random ramble like i said you know me man i got my hot takes well no we were talking about how we're like dealing during this time of no sports and and how exactly we're getting our sports fix and Jordan was saying he misses gambling, and I, I was just saying it's probably for the better that you're not gambling. Yeah, I was thinking about that today, actually. Like, what a hardcore, not even hardcore, but just a casual gambler or someone who bets on sports, like, you know, what they're doing right now. Like, obscure underground table tennis in Japan. Like, is that going on right now? Can you bet that online? Is that canceled? That's not canceled? <laughs> what about the marble, the marble <laughs> racing, Bri? That is actually hilarious. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying watching those videos. <laughs> we were talking about potentially, like I just bought NHL 2020, or right. NHL 20, and we were just talking about like after this podcast, just going upstairs, putting on a simulated game, just betting on it. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Like that's that, that's what it's coming to, man. There's nothing to do. There's no sports to watch. You know what? I, I was thinking about this the other day, and I, I haven't brought it up in our group yet, but... I feel like the PGA is missing a huge opportunity here to completely take control of the entire sports world. Yeah. Like, do you not, I, I get the whole, I, I get what's going on right now, self-isolation, you know, it's it's spreading like crazy, but you're really outside, no fans, it's just you and your caddy. Yeah. Right? You're not close to the other golfers, you're not close to any rules officials. I, I just don't see why golf out of all sports couldn't actually proceed. I gotta say, man, I'm I'm surprised they did close down. I'm yeah. surprised they did cancel. I, I thought I agree. I thought that was the one sport where realistically you can still have a good viewership on the TV without an audience. And like you said, it's just you and a caddy. You're out. You're not like isolated indoors anywhere. 
Yeah, you're in a massive field. You're not like, bouncing you're off someone else's grass. sweaty body. You're just, it's you and the caddy. Yeah, I, I think I, there's probably more to it, like staying in hotels or Airbnbs and traveling to the venue or whatever course is being played at. Like, I get that aspect of things, but just shorten the field then or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think we're all just losing our minds without sports. Like, no one knows what to do. I think we're just pulling at straws here, just trying to figure out a way to get sports back on. I cleaned my entire kitchen today. No way. Yeah. Wow. Bored, man. Yeah, I got the basement to go, the garage to go. It's uh, it's going to be a long three weeks, and who knows? It might last more than three weeks, but I don't know, you man. Know what this is, though, for, for people who are married or have girlfriends or whatever, this is prime time to get as many points as you possibly can in. Yeah, you got to get those like, points in the bank. Because then when sports are back on, you can be like, well, we did all this, we did this, we did this. That's we true. That. We went here. And you know how difficult it's been for me without sports. So the next like three months, I'm dedicating towards Leafs Roadies with the boys next year. That's right. Watching sports online. That's a valid point, buddy. Yeah. Banking the points. I like it. Totally. I, I, I at least banked at least 10 today. Oh, you have to. You clean the kitchen. You get, you get going to the basement later. Yeah. Tomorrow, you're all set. I'm set, buddy. So, yes. how's things going with you, man? How's uh, how did you like your intro music? Honestly, didn't hear it on my end. No, I know you didn't hear it on your end, but I sent it to you earlier. Oh, it's hilarious! I, it rolled my eyes because you guys are complete dinks for uh, <laughs> thinking that I'm a Vancouver fan now. But <laughs> you like you like the Sedine tribute? You gotta, um, Brian. You you gotta tell everyone listening. Your um, your interesting experience being a Leaf fan at the Vancouver game last week. Oh yeah, so give the people some context. This is a, yeah, a hilarious like brother-in-law were there. I've made him a pretty big Leafs fan. He's twelve, so I took him to a Leafs game last year. Crushed Philly six nothing, which was nice. Pristine anyway, record. I told them that uh, I'm like, hey, I'm going to take you guys all to a, a, a hockey game, right? They all hockey tickets are like thirty bucks, so why not, right? So we're just about to go for the game or to the game. My brother-in-law he brings out his Leafs jersey. I'm like, oh my god, I've trained this guy well. I'm did like, he, did he tell? Did like, he tell you he was gonna bring it? No, he surprised me with wow. it. Wow! Wow! What a beauty! So, Dennis, I'm, I'm like, well done, Dennis. Like, you know, he's 12 years old, bringing a Leafs jersey. So I'm like, well, I can't leave him hanging. I have to bring mine then too. So I toss on Tavares. He he puts on his personalized uh, 34 captain jersey on with his last name on the back. Unreal. And an additional Leafs jersey to wave around at the game. So I'm like, well, I'm, we might not get beat up because I'm with a kid. So I think we're good. Anyway, I, I kid you not, the entire game, he's shouting, go Leafs, go Canucks suck. And this is during this is during Canucks Islanders, right? Like you're watching game. Canucks Islanders live. Islanders. <laughs> yeah, incredibly intense game. Like you know, they're they're both pretty much in the hunt for the playoffs, or at least were. And he's just screaming at the top of his lungs. I'm like internally laughing, but also being like, "Holy moly!" Like we actually might get beat up. Were people looking at you but, like you had coronavirus? Yeah, Man, I, I'm shocked. Not one person looked at us. Not one person wow. chirped us. We were walking around like the, um, obviously like the concourse. So people saw our jerseys. People heard him screaming. Nothing. Not one 
unpleasant experience. I don't know That's if crazy. Canucks fans are either the nicest people on the planet or if they just if they're just clueless. I'm just know. I'm just I was just gonna say that's a testament to how nice Vancouver fans are, man. Like imagine we saw that because we've we've seen our fair share of like opposition fans when we've all gone to the games. And the chirps that we have handed we out. Used yeah. to, we used to go on roadies to Buff and chirp the Sabres fans in, in Buffalo. Their own arena. In Buffalo. I know. I know. It's, it's man, we were in Tampa last year watching a Leafs-Tampa uh, game, and there was a guy sitting like five rows ahead of us on the aisle with an Eichel jersey on. So really? Buffalo wasn't even playing, but we ripped this guy to shreds the entire <laughs> game. Like we threw popcorn at him, we chirped him. Like he, he was like giving it back to us, but like I, I thought that's what was going to be happening last week, but nothing. Like what would what would we do, me, you, Jordan, and you know our crew, if we were at a Leaf? Let's say it's Leaf Sends, and someone just showed up with a with a Boston jersey and just started oh, saying "Go Bruins, go!" Like what would the chirps we would lay down? They'd be roasted. It'd be endless, man, endless. But here's the question, though: What if that person? had a 12 year old kid beside them doesn't that's matter. true doesn't matter actually now that you, you know what though the, we walk into buffalo and we chirp to like a nine-year-old yeah i was just gonna say favorite. that but you <laughs> well i remember just completely read my mind now. i remember back in 2013 i think was it me and you that went to the square yeah me and you went to the square to maple leaf square <laughs> wasn't there some like 13 14 year old kid that walked by the square into the arena and the whole square just booed him yeah, yeah, you're right. I kind of I remember that vividly. But yeah, I, I mean, you, your chances are lower when, yeah, when you're with a kid. Re- they're still happening. Sure you you got to expect it. And, and the person that they're with, the adult that they're with, should know that. That's going to happen. And I'm sure you fully expected that. You, you just said it. You fully expected you guys to get roasted no matter, no matter how old you or Dennis were. Totally. Honestly, I, I told him, like, because it went to overtime in a shootout. I'm like, listen. So you got a full game, legitimately a full game out of yeah, the game. Yeah, full game. But, uh, like, knowing how tense, like, a lot of those fans probably were, I even turned to Dennis. I'm like, listen, I appreciate what you've been doing all game. It's hilarious. But I'm like, overtime and shootout, like, cut the Canucks suck stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because if the Islanders score and he goes crazy, like, then you might get something thrown at you. You know what I mean? What a beauty. So, yeah, great experience there for sure. I was the last game, and then the next day they canceled the NHL season or uh, postponed it at least. So, couple questions for you, Brad, because I know you got to go because you're uh, you're still working, right? You're on that Vancouver time, still part of the business day. Uh, but a couple questions I want to get to you. First, yeah. how, how is it down there? Like, how's how's the situation with the virus and, and stuff being uh, being treated by people down there? And and what's the experience like down there? Is it very similar to? To Southern Ontario, where people are going nuts and buying toilet paper and stocking up it, on refried beans, like it is. But like, Di and I have been to a couple of grocery stores recently, literally just to grab food we need, like not to stock. That's what we've been doing, yeah. And like, pretty low key, man. Like, really relaxed. You, it, the only word I can describe is a couple of people have asked me, like, "Hey, so what are your thoughts on this?" I'm like, it's tense. You can feel, like, you know when you're at a, a Leafs game and it's going overtime or playoffs, it's it's a tense feeling? Yep. It's, it, that's the kind of feeling it has now. Like, it's, it's like, overtime, like, you know, game seven, for example, and it's just tense. Yeah, I, I agree I with that. Panic to me is, like, people are in hysteria running around the streets being like, oh, my God, we're all dying. Like, to me, that's panic. Yeah, I think um, tense is a good word. 
yeah. It's much the same here. Like even when you go to a grocery store, like people are just annoyed at others. They're annoyed at other yeah. people, right? Yeah. It's just a very tense kind of feeling. It's strange. It's 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 really weird. Uh, I mean, none of us have really been through any of this before. Um, yeah. I mean, there's been serious flus since we've been alive, like even 2009 or whatever was flying. Where, but still, it's it's just a weird feeling, and I don't think anyone really knows how to react. Yeah, you know, you're right. This is this is uncharted territory for everybody. Um, this is uncharted territory for the NHL. Jordan and I were discussing. What do you think the NHL is going to do um, to try to get in a full postseason playoff? Like, do you think uh, do you think they're going to take the standings as is everyone playing approximately 70 games and go by winning percentage or do you think they're going to try to squeeze in these last three weeks at some point depending on when this virus calms down or flattens out honestly with the nhl you you never you always think they're going to do the right thing and they never do what do you think so the right thing is the right thing to me is teams on the like winnipeg for example if you go on points percentage they're 0.001 percent out right It'd be unfair to say to them, "Well, you you can't make the playoffs because your point, whatever it is, out." Um, I feel like they should maybe have a plan of the last of like two or three teams that are are real, like make it a true wild card. You know what I mean? Like fight, like, like fight the, for those last spots. That's interesting. Yeah, last couple spots, maybe have a plan, and then from there go to um, the the current format, or even just do one through eight or one through sixteen. Like, there's so many different options. I think playing out the regular season at this point is almost pointless. That's what I'm thinking too. I don't think there'll be time for it. Like no one knows when this is all going to blow over, or at least when they can play. But you're thinking at least a month from now, which puts you into what mid-April. Yeah, exactly. So I I don't see why you can't play into July. Um, I mean, if the players are having a break now for a month or two or maybe three, then that just cuts into their summer break. You know what I mean? Like, right. So I don't know. I, I'd like. To, I I think I read somewhere about twenty four teams getting in. I think that's a little much, and it it, it sort of dumbs down the the playing. Uh, really, a bit. I did not hear that report yet. Interesting. Yeah, I saw it from a couple of verified accounts. Later, I'll share it with you guys. So it wasn't from some like egghead goon on Twitter. It actually was a, a pretty legit account. But yeah, I don't know. I think. What do you guys think? Why? Well, I, sure well, I I hear the narrative on on the radio and some podcasts out there that they might just take the winning percentage as is. And if you look at the Atlantic, um, and even if you look at the other divisions, most teams have played between 70, sorry, 69 and 71 games. So if you take yeah. a winning percentage, that's, that's as equal as you'll get in terms of games played. And if you take the winning percentage, um, that can fill out your, um, w- uh, that can fill up your top seeds, your second and thirds and your two wild cards. Um, and I mean, the Leafs would make the playoffs if if that's how they did go about this. Uh, so that win against Tampa is looking pretty big. Is it fair? Probably not. What you're saying is probably a little more fair by by making it a true wild card and playing your way in. But I guess that's something they'll have to discuss. Just for the teams that are on like the, the very brink, like they're a couple percentage points out, right? Because um, you know their owners and their fans are going to be saying, well. You know, we played one or two less games than the other team, for example. If we won one more game, we would have a better points percentage. So why do they have an advantage, right? Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. It's, it's crazy. It's it's nuts to think about. Right. Especially dating back to when we were, you know, recording back in, what, September? 
and we all unanimously agreed. We're like, this is going to be a lock year for the Leafs in the playoffs. They're going to go deep. Like, this is the first year in forever where this was going to be a, um, a season where we don't have to worry about them making the playoffs. Has it not been one of the weirdest, not just NHL or um, seasons ever, but just sports in general? It's crazy. No, they they are the weirdest. This is the weirdest Leafs team. I and I can confidently say this: I have ever watched in my lifetime. The weirdest all Leafs year, team. Though. All, all year, year, all year they've stopped. been. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you don't know what you're getting with the team. Not once at any point this season. Yeah, teams about not one time. They're so unpredictable, but. At least you don't have to stress about it for another month or so. It's <laughs> very true. So last last thing we want to talk about uh, before yeah. we let you go. So we're, we're now we're talking about how to get our sports fix, and you know we're we're doing some things. We're we're, we're getting games for PS4. We're um, I don't know. We're we're making up sports on the spot with these marbles, and and, and who who knows who knows what. Anyway. Yeah. Other ways people are getting their sports fix are watching, you know, old games. So if you had to, and Jordan, I'll open this question up to you as well. If you guys had to pick one Leaf game to rewatch, what would that game be? We'll start with. Wow. Uh, we'll start with you. Actually, we'll start with. Yeah, we'll start with you, Bry. You do want a minute to think about it. We'll go to Jordan because he might have a little more time to think about this. One Leaf game to watch. I'd say uh, the one I was going to say game, uh, game 6 against the Flyers but we lost that but I just remember being how fired up I was when, when uh, Carl Pilaf scored, and then scored. <laughs> but we did lose that but I don't want to watch that game again maybe the first 60 minutes I would love to watch But the first um, 60 minutes was really Sunday, good well, that's a, man that's a, I was going to say the Sundin game against Carolina where he scored with like I don't know, 10 seconds left, but we lost that game We too. lost that game too. O'Neal scored the game winner in overtime. Dog. So, uh, some of the most memorable moments I've had as a Leafs fan, they ended up losing in overtime. But that call but, um, but that call yeah, by Joe know. Bowen, though, in that game, the one that you're talking about against Carolina, the first, call by Joe Bowen? Yeah, I'd only want to watch the first 60 minutes and then turn yeah. it off after that. Yeah, that's fair. You know, there was a couple. I was at a game... Um, I guess my answer would be is a game three, I think, versus Philly. Back in like the early 2000s, my mom tricked me and said we were going to Toronto for to pick up something. She ended up taking me to a Leafs game. Wow. And uh, Caverly scored like in like double or triple overtime. Wow. So I'd actually want to go back and watch that because I was like nine years old and I don't really remember much of it. But yeah. Yeah. What about you, Bags? Jordan, how about you? I'll go recent. Um,. <clears throat> I'll go current Leafs. I was gonna say Austin Matthews four goal game, his first one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That or Kapanen in double OT. Oh, game two. Oh. Wow. Washington. We know that game very well. Oh yeah. We were. I'm not even gonna say half in the bag. We were fully, fully just fired <laughs> up. Just fully into the at sauce. Our good friend Preet Singh's wedding. Yeah, watching on a phone the we, entire time. We watched pretty. Well, I'd say we watched pretty much the entire game. Oh, we watched the f- entire game. Full game on our phones. Yeah. Just lighting the candle at this wedding, and I'll never forget when we saw Captain put it in. You saw the behind the back pass by Boyle. I'll never forget. We, I think we all jumped probably about four or five feet in the air. Yeah. Like the hang time we got selling that goal. In recent memory, 
I, I, you know what? I'd say that I'd watch that game again. That was ridiculous. That gives me goosebumps just thinking about that because yeah. I can still remember Preet and others being very far away on the dance floor with incredibly loud music. Yeah. And the dance floor <laughs> heard us screaming in the lobby. Think about how loud we were then. Oh, my goodness. That's all we did. I, I, I don't remember anything else from that night. No. No, I don't think our girls were too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they. That point. We we lost some brownie points that night. It was a full wedding. Everyone's all dressed up, and we were glued to the Leafs game. And then it goes to overtime. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, it couldn't get any worse. Three overtimes. Well, it was three overtimes, yeah. correct? Two or three. Double or triple. I can't even remember. I think I I, I gotta go with. Um, you remember the remember the Leaf game where they they were down five two against Buffalo in the third and came back and won six five. Or was that no that, was that? oh was that the that was, was this, that St Louis or something? No 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 was this oh my goodness this is not the game I'd rewatch but there was one Leaf game against the Sabers. I don't know if they were were they down or no they came back against the Sabers back when they had like Owen Nolan on the team. This was probably what two thousand and four. Yeah. Anyway, they were down in Buff and came back. The one I'd probably rewatch, though, is Game Seven against the Sens in two thousand and two thousand two. Was, was that Newenday coming down the wing? Newenday coming down the wing was two thousand three, two thousand four, and, and I'd watch that one too. I'm talking. Um, I'm talking. I'm not. That, that was a sweep, right? That year, two thousand, two thousand three. No, that game was the the new Endeavor game was game seven. That was a game seven. Um, I I would re, I would rewatch game four of two thousand one two thousand two, uh, when Stumpy, Stumpy Thomas scored in overtime. I watched that game. I watched the clip of that game. That was one of the that was one of the tweets I was referring to earlier. Yeah, they posted that. Someone posted that. Unbelievable. I think it was. I think the, I think the final was like two one. I think Joey Juno scored for. For Ottawa, wow. and then and then Stumpy ended it in overtime. That was when they won in, I believe, I want to say four games. I got to double check that, but the game seven one with Newendike is up there as well because I remember that vividly. Patrick, you know what you guys got to do after um, after recording today? Hop on YouTube, go to uh, all time Leafs overtime goals. I I, I literally um, watched it last night. Isn't it like I fast forward through like the seventies yeah. stuff? It's not the same. I go to like Boroshevsky. And I, I watched from there on. It's about maybe 10 minutes of overtime yeah. goals and sellies. And it, it honestly fires me up like nothing else. Yeah, it goosebumps. And that's where I saw, that's why I just referred to the Stumpy Thomas goals because I was watching it last night. And you see, like, the Matt's goal from the point. Like, remember when he clapped it? They won 1 nothing. Oh, yeah. The, the bar, bar down. Stumpy Thomas. Too, with Bob Cole had such a legendary call. He's like, Thomas! Scores! Yeah. Thomas! You know, you know what's also up there? Leafs Penguins when they clinched the the conspiracy night with uh, well Jordan's conspiracy conspiracy sorry oh, with Sid, uh, Sid with, and, with uh, Sid Mac? and McElhaney. I'd rewatch that game. That was a great game. They won. Yeah. Remember they won four three. Connor Brown got the winner and they clinched a playoff spot. That was that. I'd rewatch that for sure if it was on TV right now. Oh man, unreal game. Good times, buddy. Game. Good times. Yeah. Anyway, I should uh, should get. Um, finish up for the day but yeah buddy get back to work absolutely man when are you guys playing this again next week yeah probably sometime next week um we're gonna talk a little nfl once we get off the phone with you hopefully there's some news to talk about next week but we can always just banter next week yeah hey i appreciate you guys keeping me 
giving me the loop, giving me a show, uh, giving me my own segment. We're means trying to keep you sane, bro. Buddy, the van. times right now. Yeah. I miss I miss you guys honestly I miss yep. uh, I miss all uh, all the shows we did so it's nice to be able to chat with you guys. Miss you too, buddy. The van report is a critical part of the show, so we'll keep doing it. <laughs> all right, see you, James. See you, buddy. Yep. That's Brian Drzejewski on the hotline, the PO Sports Talk hotline with the van report. I gotta find out if the game I'm talking about with uh, the Leafs and Buffalo. I'm pretty sure the Leafs came back. They were down five two in the third, and they came back and won six five. Pretty sure. Let's look it up. Yeah, let's look. Let's look that up. But that was a great game. I just remember, like, I, I believe it was like a Wednesday or Thursday night. Unreal game. Owen Nolan, I believed, got the game winner. But uh, yeah, so some good, some good times in in Leafland, and hopefully those good times continue this year. But uh, you know, everything's there's so much uncertainty in the air that we just don't know what's gonna happen. So. It's on hiatus for now, buddy. And now all we got is the memories. Do you find it? Yeah, I just was looking at Owen Nolan, but it's bringing up all Sharks highlights. Owen Nolan was a great addition to the Leafs back then, eh? I remember that. Him. That was the uh, well. That was the non. Um, the non-salary cap era. That was what two thousand four, two thousand three, two thousand four. Everybody. Yeah. What do you? So that that team. They got eliminated against the Philadelphia Flyers. They had Owen Nolan. They had Ron Francis. Lindros? No, no. They no. didn't have Eric. Eric Lindros no. was post-lockout. Brian Leach? Brian Leach they had. The, the Leafs had. Still have McGillney? But for, for an old school... Newendike? Newendike. For an old school roster... That Leafs team that was, was a, stacked. That was a vet roster. There was a vet, they but back the then, oldest, the oldest. I've been one of the oldest teams in the league back then. But back then, you could have a vet roster, yeah. though. Well, it was it's not like now, right? Different they, times. Yeah, it, way it was different a, times. Lot slower play. It was more, you know, big body hockey. Still had the red line, clutch and grab, red line. It was a lot slower play. You, you, you know, teams like that nowadays are really struggle. Oh, hundred percent. Really different times. And there's there's times where they did look very sluggish because they were an old team, but. For for that old school hockey, that Leafs team was they were they were fun to watch. Oh, I think so, I got it here. Do you find it? Six five in overtime. I think it was two thousand two thousand three two thousand four. Owen Nolan had two goals. Yeah, I remember that was an Owen Nolan type game. Oh, McGillney got his one thousandth point. Did he really that night? Three assists. Thomas Caberlet scored with a minute left. In Telling overtime. you, that's a must watch. We are going to watch that game directly after this podcast. 2004, 2003. Buffalo's up 5 2. Yeah, that's right. That's what I said, right? 2003, 2004 season. Buffalo's up 5 2 in the third. Leafs come back and won an overtime 6 5. Fantastic game. That's up there. Look at these names. Throw, throw some out there. Fucking. JP Dumont. Yeah. Jokin Hesh. Jokin Hesh. <laughs> Miroslav Shatan. Yeah, he got a goal that game. The Satan. Miroslav Shatan. Wow. Yeah. Beauties. Good times, Ben. Martin Biron was in that. Trevor the Kid. Saber. Trevor Kid was well, in that. Well, the Sabres had a good team. They had a decent roster. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, they went to the Cup final. No, not the Cup final. They went uh, to the Eastern final in 2007. So they were they were building up to that point. But they were, they were a decent team. The Chris Sabres. Chris Drury. 
Now we always talk about how the Leafs sucked in Buffalo. Well, they so to come back five two in the yeah. third was huge because they were they were getting. I mean, they always got demolished in Buffalo. But it's yeah. good to get, good to talk about those old games because those are just so nostalgic. Hundred percent. What else? What yeah, else are we going to talk about? Time right? flies. Just really shows you how fast time goes. I remember watching those games live. Absolutely. So one thing we can, or some things that we can talk about, um, although there's no sports on, is uh, NFL free agency that opened today. Did you take a look? It's already been a crazy day. I mean, crazy the CBA, day. The new CBA being announced, changes to that. And then, you know, guys getting franchise tagged, trades, uh, an absolutely mind-blowing trade that we still have no idea how or why it was done. Yeah, I don't don't quite get this one. Uh, And I'm sure everybody, if you're an NFL fan, especially if you're a Houston Texans fan, are wondering, what the hell are you thinking? Um, Yeah, let's give some context. So DeAndre Hopkins, a former member of the uh, Houston Texans, gets traded to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson, who is a good good running back but very injury prone. So there's some draft picks that were included in the deal, but none of them were a first-round pick, which I'm very surprised to... uh, to hear like how do you not get a first round pick for deandre hopkins guy's a beast he's he's one of the best wide receivers in the game so how can you how how, how can you just take that away from deshaun watson like this is a team that made the playoffs um we're a couple of wins away from a super bowl we're getting healthy you know deshaun watson's back playing really well deandre hopkins is beasting out there Mm -hmm. you know they got jj watt back there their defense is looking decent you know things are going right for them they're they're slowly but surely building into a top afc contender you know you're you're talking about the the you know potentially tom brady leaving the pats and you know what's going on with them and you know there's a lot of change happening in the afc yeah and then they go ahead and pull a blockbuster deal like that. It's like, what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah, I, I don't. What are you, what I don't are you get doing? It. I know like they have issues with their the running back situation, and that's one one of their flaws is that they didn't really have a a, a good running game at least since um, Arian Foster left. But but it's just like like you add you add you don't you know you, there's no addition through subtraction because like you you just traded your your best player you put your entire offense away. Yeah. To, to get a running back who's coming off a severe injury, who had a horrible year last year, who got replaced by a guy they 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 that they added by trade. Yeah. So I was like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" Yeah, I, I don't I don't quite get this one. If if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm 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 barging ripping apart Bill O'Brien. But I'm knocking down that door and I'm saying, "Bill O'Brien, get me the hell out of here, man." He like because I can't remember the other name, but that wasn't the only player big name they traded today. I think the Houston? Texans lost someone else. I can't remember who. It was a defensive player. But man, that like just just DeAndre Hopkins alone is a big loss. And we all know that David Johnson has experience of, you know, quite a few injuries uh down the stretch with with the Arizona Cardinals. So I really don't get the I don't really don't get the deal. Uh, but I'd be I'd be hella hella mad if I was DeAndre Hopkins. Or sorry, if I was Deshaun Watson. Made some really, really bad trades. Well, man, it's like the Jaguars and the Texans are just getting rid of good players. I think Clout. 
No, Clowney was on the Seahawks, was he not? Yeah, but he was on the Texans. They but traded, he was on the Texans. Yeah, the yeah. That's but now that, but, was, that was the trade. But Clowney sa- signed elsewhere today. He signed elsewhere today. Elsewhere today. Um, he was just one of the few big names, or one of the variety of big names that switched teams today. And if you just look at some of the news, like it's it's kind of crazy. I saw uh, the that, amount of uh, the amount of the amount of interactions today, or, or um, acquisitions today. Yeah. Byron Jones. Dolphins get Byron Jones, cornerback. He was I, a free agent. Gone that, for- uh, Case Keenum signed with Cleveland. Yeah. Trying to I guess pressure Baker. Byron Jones, season, though, that but- that the Dolphins landed, he is the most expensive cornerback now in the league. Former uh, Dallas Cowboy. Miami, Miami can can put themselves in a good situation. Well, if they draft a good QB, they have, they have a bunch of draft picks. They have a few first rounders this year. Um, you know, they're making some decent moves. So we'll see. We'll see what happens to them. Definitely look out for the Dolphins. You know, they're they're moving some pieces. So it's all about. Well, they're gonna have to draft well first and foremost. But um, very, yeah, some very interesting moves. And I don't know if it's just teams just trying to shed Sal. Well, I think that's what it is because uh, if you look at Austin, they can't afford them, but. If you look at Austin Hooper, guy had a great year, great fantasy uh, tight end, just put up some great statistics and touchdowns and yards for the Atlanta oh, Falcons. He's a fantasy beast. He's a fantasy beast. I had him fantasy this year. Beast. He's the one bright spot in my fantasy season. Uh, the Falcons don't opt to sign him. He goes mm-hmm. to the Browns. Well, they kind so, of, they kind of, you know, fleeced all their cap space by signing Julio to that massive. Deal yeah, they got rid of horrible. Right they got now. rid of Devonte Freeman, and I don't know what they're doing, but and Hooper, but they t- they brought in Hurst from the Ravens, I think. Is it Willie Hurst? Yeah, he went from the uh, the Ravens to the Falcons. So a lot of names, a lot of big names. Uh, apparently, the Bears are looking to upgrade at QB as well. Uh, they're looking at Nick Foles. They're also looking at... Oh my goodness, why am I blanking on this one? Oh, Andy Dalton. So, there's yeah. a lot... It, there, there'll be a lot of... There There will be a bunch of quarterbacks swapping teams this year, that's for sure. And that was expected, but... Todd Gurley's um, name is... Really? ...in the mix. Kyle Van Noy signs with the Dolphins from the New England Patriots. A lot of big names um, circulating in, in the NFL news right now. Obviously the biggest, or one of the biggest, just because of resume, not necessarily because of youth um, and perform and, and you know, recent performance, but Tom Brady, his name's out there. Where do you think he's going to end up? Uh, he's going to go back to the Pats. You think so? Yeah. I just I was trying to think of it and why would you leave? Why? What's the point? I don't know. Why why would you Well he's won everything he can. Why would you put a little bit of a a, a damper on your career by just leaving, going to the team? Like I know Peyton Manning did it, but he's he The thing with him is he left because the team 
He was unhealthy. Team didn't want to take a chance on him because they had the first overall pick again and they were going to go with Andrew Luck. And then he, he signed with a Super Bowl-ready team that just needed a quarterback. Well, that's what Brady's looking to do too. But they're talking about teams like the Chargers and... The I, 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 I heard the Bucks today. The Bucks. What like, the heck are the Bucks going to do? They're nowhere near ready for... Like, if you were, saying, if you were to say to Brady, okay, you're going to go and play for the Falcons or you're going to go and play for, I don't know, the Dallas Cowboys or, you know, and I'm going to throw it out there, let's say, you, you know, you went and played for a team like the Texans. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because those are those are contending teams that are ready to win. But when you got these teams like the Buccaneers, yeah, I don't know what the Buccaneers are going to do. And the Chargers, who are losing Mel, they're probably going to lose Mel. But I think the Chargers are a legitimate contender to get them because they have a decent roster. I don't know. Well, they got they got I don't they got a big they got Keenan Allen, and they got Melvin Gordon if they can keep him. If they keep him, those are two key pieces on offense. And I think that's what Brady's looking for, right? He needs some pieces on offense. He's not the same quarterback that he was 10 years ago, even two years ago. But if you surround Brady with some decent weapons, he can produce. And I think that's all he's looking for, right? And the fact that the Patriots didn't provide it, provide him with that last year because he's not getting any younger, he, he might be a little spiteful of that. He might little be he might be a little spiteful at Vilicek and in his ways he's been dealing with his ways for how what 17 seasons now um those are two big egos but i do agree you stick to what you know don't don't ruin your your spotless well i'm not going to say spotless because there's a lot of it's pretty spotless there's a lot of controversy surrounding that team it's no houston astros though but your record on the field is spotless yeah. Why would you put a damper on that? It's either you're going to sign with the Patriots or you're going to retire. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not like you're in your 30s, you're 35, 36, you have some, you're, you're 43. Yeah. You know, just sign with them or, or retire. You know I think I mean? I, I'm with you. I think he'll sign, but I can see why other destinations could be appealing. Yeah. Because if, if you, let's say you do go to another team. Let's say you, you get hurt, your 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 career gets ended by an injury, it's not on your terms, or if your team plays like garbage, you're frustrated, you have a horrible season, and then you're gonna retire, you're gonna go on a sour note like that. Why ruin that? Yeah, I, I, you either I agree. Put, you either resign with the Patriots and give it one last shot. I agree. Or you just retire and retire as, you know, arguably the greatest of all time. The Giants signed cornerback James Bradbury, so that's a big signing for them. Um, I don't know why. You mentioned this earlier. I don't know why Case Keenum is going to the Browns. Sorry, I don't know why the Browns want Case Keenum. I, I guess they just want some, maybe just want a veteran to push him. To just push just Baker Mayfield? Pressure on Baker, or maybe they want some security in case he gets hurt or, or does have another poor season. Maybe they want somebody who's ready to to step in and take the reins. Yeah, perhaps. Um, but, I mean, it's Case Keenum. The guy's not going to go win you a Super Bowl. No. Um, Absolutely. There's a lot of weird rumors going around. Like, I just saw a rumor right now that the Raiders are looking at getting Marcus Mariota. Well, the Raiders yeah. are also in on Brady, too, right? Uh, there's a there's a pitch for Brady. So you're showing no trust or support on, you know, Derek Carr? 
you know what? Derek you just Carr, signed I, into a massive deal. He's yeah. supposed to be your guy, and you're just you're looking at guys that are arguably are, are worse than him. You're not, Derek Carr's you're not, a good you're trying to improve your team by adding in other positions, but you're just going to replace your your you know quote unquote franchise quarterback. Yeah, I don't get it. Like he had a bad year, I get it, but he didn't have a lot around him. Yeah, that's the thing. I think Derek Carr's a good quarterback. I, yeah. I, they should give him a chance. I mean, if they can end up signing Brady, obviously I would do that, especially in a uh, a new market like Las Vegas, if they play there. I heard the uh, this whole outbreak in coronavirus is, is postponing the the building of their stadium. Yeah. So if they play in Vegas, but obviously that's where they're scheduled to play. Um, if they can get Brady, great. But Derek Carr's a hell of a quarterback. Stefan Diggs' his name is going around. He might get moved. Uh, Kirk Cousins signed an extension with the Minnesota Vikings. A lot going on in the NFL. And it's pretty much the only news we yeah, have the only, today. The only decent news that's that's going around that has some meaning. That's it, man. Like, it's, it's good. It's interesting to see these moves. I mean, the NFL's never short of news or controversy or moves, but I think like these quarterback moves and stuff are really interesting. I don't really think we've seen a a season where I've seen so many quarterbacks in play. Yeah. Usually teams solidify their quarterback position and build around them. Now we're actually seeing teams that are just like, you know, flipping these QBs and aren't being patient with them or mm-hmm. trying to go after veteran quarterbacks to win. Now quarterbacks are coming back from injuries. So we're going to see how they, like it's, it's, there's a lot of shifting going around. There's, there's rookies that are coming in. There's, there's, um, you know, Hall of Fame quarterbacks that are going to get ready to retire. There's going to be a lot of turnover soon, and it's it's interesting. Very. Very interesting, my friend. A lot of teams shedding salary, that's for sure. You know what's not interesting? This 2020 All-Star game that we're watching on my TV as we're currently podcasting, and it's not interesting because I already know the result. But that's what we're forced to watch right now yeah i mean it's a monday night they're gonna they're gonna have a game like this on but like over the weekend there were some some banger games that uh uh sportsnet was showing i think you know they showed uh the batista bat flip game yeah that's a i mean that's up there um we talked about leaf games that we want to rewatch. like how about just like any sort of i game? i would 100 percent love to watch the raptors playoff run or maybe even just the finals yeah, I'd like to watch. I, I like to watch. I want to watch the Sixers. You know, Game Seven. I want to watch Game Seven against the Sixers. I want to rewatch Game Seven against the Golden State Warriors to win the championship. I also want to watch Game Six against the Bucks. That game was awesome. Raptors Bucks Game Six with the Kawhi, the historic Kawhi dunk over Giannis. Poster, yeah. Oh, the poster over I Giannis. Last night online, give me chills. Definitely got to rewatch that. Um, uh, inning number seven, the bottom of the seventh against the, the you know the Jays and um, uh, Texas Rangers. One hundred percent must watch. It's like half hour. It's, it's, it's a had, half hour long. Some guys posting online threads of uh, Jays highlights. Then you had guys posting Raptors, and then guys posting the Leafs. So like, I was kind of flipping back and forth watching all of them. Like, there's some like really crazy Jays moments too like um uh obviously the Encarnacion walk off against Baltimore against Baltimore oh yeah Ken Pagan throwing the same game Ken yep. Pagan through the beer yep uh, Adam uh, Jones it was Deonor Navarro 
Wow, what a dinger against the the Yankees. I forget what game that was. It was a it was a it was a season game though, right? Yes, yeah, I remember it was that at the end of the year. And he had he had a dinger against against the Yankees, and the the fans went absolutely ballistic. Was that at home? Yes. Yeah, it was at home. And I remember watching those games, and it's just like because the the Jays have been brutal for the last you know a couple years or so. So it's nice to see that because there's a lot of. But they had some them, like great September series those, against the Yankees yeah, that year, those years were 2015. Awesome. Definitely the, the best years I've watched them um, with the Blue Jays. Well, yeah, because the best years they had prior to that was '93. Yeah. 92, 93, and what we were two and three years old, buddy. That's not much there. It does get you fired up in anticipation of these, these, you know, getting these games back. And, and if event, that's the case, eventually, if that's the case, but, or else we're just gonna have to start talking about reality TV on this show. Uh, the Bachelor's not uh, even on right now. You ever you watched The Bachelor last week? No, Did you watch The Bachelor last I've week? Never. I I've, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched a full. Episode oh, you're missing out. It was actually no, pretty good. I don't think so. It's pretty good, man. You want the synopsis? Do I want to know? I don't know, do you? Is it the finale? Like, it was the finale. Where are, at, where are we at with this? Okay, so we have... I'm going to I'm gonna explain this to you in sports okay. terms. So we had uh, Peter, who was The Bachelor. Um, he's Austin Matthews. Got right. some swag. He's a stud. I guess you could say he's a stud. He got the mustache. No, there's no the mustache. Poppy mustache. No, 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 no poppy mustache. No mustache. A little bit of scruff. Right. West Coast kid from California, like Austin Matthews. He's a Austin Matthews is an Arizona kid. So West Coast kid. Right. Peter's a pilot. Austin Matthews is obviously a great hockey player. Uh, what happened was, oh this. Look how greasy this is. So the girl that he wanted, her name is Madison. Uh, he, she left uh, because she didn't like the fact that he would be spending the night with two other girls and experimenting. I'm doing that in air quotes with them because she was very religious. So anyway, she still made it to the final two because Peter really liked her. All right. Um, but she leaves them in the final two. She, she says, I, I can't do this anymore. All right. Um, so he ends up proposing to the other girl. Her name's Hannah. Was that, was she his first pick? That's no, the she, thing. Like this was like de facto. Know? This was like de facto engagement. Like it's like the other girl left and he really liked the one that left. So it's like by elimination, he just, he just like, it. Went might for as, it. Might as well. Might as well. Is the bachelor, right? What can so it's wrong? it's like someone getting picked. It's like you having the number one pick in the draft, and your number one pick gets gets picked. So you just default to number two. So essentially, like or you're picking to trade. It's like, it's like it's like McDavid Eichel, right? So to, it's like Eli not wanting to go to the Chargers. Exactly. So anyway, Magic. bottom line is Peter picked Jack Eichel. He missed on McDavid. Picks Jack Eichel. Decent, but AKA not Hannah. your, not your, you know, not, not your number one. Guy. They but still uh, a damn good player. So the show ends, whatever they do, the live show, and it's it's come to the attention of everyone during this live show that um, Peter and Hannah, aka Peter and and Jack Eichel, 
no longer are engaged. And so then uh, the show host, uh, Chris Harrison, he reaches out to this Maddie girl who was Peter's, you know, first, uh, would have been Peter's first decision if she hadn't left. Uh, She comes on the live show uh, and they say that they've been like, you know, talking, trying to, you know, resolve their uh, issues with values and religion because she's very religious. Um, so, I mean, why, why I'm saying Peter's Matthews, uh, is because Peter's mom is, is Babcock. Her name's Barb. Barb Babs. Barb Babs. And she hates this Maddie girl and she really liked Hannah. So basically Barb liked Eichel, but hated McDavid. So she liked, (laughs) she liked, uh, Hannah and disliked Maddie. Okay. And she, I've never seen a mom so invested in a bachelor decision. Is this like the first time that they've brought in? It's like the a first time I parent I've, to no no they always, in on a decision. They always well the the final two always meet the parents, oh, okay. and the mom was just like she was so just pro me. Hannah, so she was so pro Jack Eichel, and so anti McDavid, anti Madison, and it was like she was trying to convince. So Barb, a.k.a. Babcock, was trying to convince Peter, a.k.a. Austin Matthews, to play like a 200-foot game, play D, D, back check, you know, limited creativity in the offensive zone. Just getting pucks in deep. Can get pucks in deep. Okay. Right? So Barb is like just on Peter. Go for Hannah. Go for Hannah. Just like Babcock would be on Matthews to play that 200-foot game. And obviously Matthews, you know, he, he's learning, but he's, you know, let's say defense is not his absolute strong point. He's a he's a great player, but he's still got a lot to learn. He's young. Anyway, so Peter is trying to, like, convince his mom, like, come on, mom, I'm, you know, Barb, I'm really in love with, with Madison. And so they, they end the show saying that they're going to try to work on a relationship, and then they break up, like, three days later. The end. There's your so Babsher synopsis. Right, Babs gets fired. Kind of works out the same. Okay. Yeah, Barb, Barb, was, uh, Barb was trending on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, who the hell is this Barb? Yeah, it was uh, it was the Bachelor's mom. She was getting really into it. Really, really into it. Okay. When, so, you, when, you, put it, when you put it that way, usually the hockey terms, it... Uh, does it help a little know. bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of helps. Yeah. So, I see it. That's what I was doing... I gotta say, I'm guilty. I watched the whole Bachelor season. I actually quite enjoy it. It's pretty entertaining. But now it's not on. It was the season finale that was ending last week, so now we're on Big Brother. I think you're gonna see people. You're gonna see guys start to binge those shows. I think, and Brian kind of touched base about like the whole brownie points thing. I just think you're gonna see a ton of men start to get so bored that they're just gonna cave in. To their wives and spouses be like, all right, let's just watch it. Let's do it. Well, women are rejoicing, men. And you know, get those you, brownie points. You get those brownie points too, because you know April rolls around and you're watching tons of hockey. Oh, you're tons be, of sports. You're going to be social distancing in the summertime. Yeah, watching all of these sports at the same time every night. How back easy back would back. it be to social distance if you had Leafs Raptors on? Well, you do it every. We've been doing it every Playoffs. year. I, that's what I mean. We've been like, doing it every year in April, and that's the thing. Like the last few years, Leafs 
Yeah. One night, Raptors the next night. Mixing a little Jays and TFC. Uh, and that's the thing, night. right? Like, you build these brownie yeah. points to, to cash them in in, like, April when you got Leafs-Bruins first round. Well, I'm speaking in last year's terms. Leafs-Bruins first round. Raptors magic. Like, you got NBA, NHL playoffs. And like you said, TFC, you mix in some Jays in there. Like, you can watch sports five seven days a week if you want. Well, if you want to add on to it this year, you could be watching all of that. Plus, domestic soccer leagues in Europe and Champions League. Exactly. At the same time. It usually, sounds you know, awesome. Usually you see the, um, you know, Champions League wraps up when? June? June? So it wraps up around the what, time. What, Champions League? Yeah. yeah the finals in usually the first but week you're going to be seeing like... The, right, no, end of May. Yeah. You're going to be seeing, you know, the knockout rounds and playoffs, Champions League final, like this is all going to come at us at one time, at like one shot. I hope so. Which is, it's it's incredibly exciting. If it happens, man. If These it things happens. Could be We're hopes up a little. Yeah, we got to have some optimism here. It's a been a tough week. Here. It's been a tough last few months. Everybody, we have to be optimistic that this is happening. And if it does, ooh, look out. Give you the good news. We've actually gone longer during this week's episode with no sports than last week's episode with sports. I guess it's because we're, we're finding it tough to, uh, you know, dissect. You know what Brian mentioned in the you know we always talk about the Jekyll and Hyde Leafs. I guess it's got really tough to dissect them because the lows are lo- the lows are low and the highs are high. But when we, you know it just seems like when we've been getting together, the lows are pretty low. So. But hey, if if they do go, if the NHL does go by winning percentage, what a win that was against Tampa. That would have been like that solidified it. That's solidified. That would have, that's solidified it. Yeah, you're right. But who knows? What, who knows what direction the NHL will take? Um, just like everything else, it's day by day, um, and you know we, we, the NHL has at least suspended their operation, and just like the other leagues, for at least two weeks. So, um, yeah, this leaves us with some uncertainty on you know what exactly we'll be talking about on the show. But if any, if today's indication is anything or if today shows anything is any indication we can do it we can do it and we did it we survived any last words i hope this isn't the last podcast for a while and like i said it does come no we're not stopping the podcast the podcast is gonna i don't care if we have to talk about the bachelor life or the bachelor we're gonna start we're gonna turn this into purposely offside reality we can talk about big brother tv edition big brother's coming up I don't know. I don't. I don't watch reality. Well, I'm watching Big Brother up. right now. It's Isn't on. The Bachelorette going to be starting soon. Well, that's not for a couple months. That's not for at least. There's like a little bit of a hiatus in between the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Um, but Big Brother's on right now, and it, uh, Big Brother Canada, and it is fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's on Sundays, Wednesday, Thursdays. Good show. Good show. We'll find a way to bet on it. Yes. Absolutely. Let's do that because we all need our sports fix. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you stay safe out there. Stay indoors. Don't be going out. All right, don't be, you know, social distance. Listen to the professionals, to the health professionals, and do your part to help flatten the curve of this coronavirus. So stay safe, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. See ya.